At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Scott Seidenberg back here with you. It's the look ahead on VSIN, the sports betting network. As uh, Sunday's NBA playoff games have come to a close, favorites going 4 and 0 straight up here on Sunday with the Miami Heat beating the Hawks in game one, the Celtics taking care of the Nets at the buzzer, mind you, the Bucks over the Bulls, and the Suns beating the Pelicans. Despite the fact that the favorites went. 4-0, 2-2 against the spread. Uh, the Nets did cover. They were four-point dogs, and the, uh, the Celtics won at the buzzer on a, a scramble play. Incredible pass by Marcus Smart to find Jason Tatum, who was able to spin around Kyrie Irving and lay the ball in literally at the buzzer. It was an incredible, incredible finish. And um, the Bulls, covered as a 10-and-a-half-point dog against the Milwaukee Bucks. The Heat covered as a six-and-a-half-point favorite against the Hawks, and the Suns barely covered as they closed as a nine-and-a-half-point favorite over the Pelicans, and they won by 11. Got it at 10 or 10-and-a-half? My condolences. 4-0 and straight up for the home teams. The unders went 3-1 and here on 
someday. In fact, looking back at the start of the play-in games, the play-in games all went under, I believe. As we started on Tuesday, we had two we had under in Brooklyn, Cleveland, under in Minnesota and the Clippers. On Wednesday, an under in Atlanta, Charlotte, and under in New Orleans. On Friday, an under in Atlanta, Cleveland, and an under in the Pelicans Clippers. So, if you're keeping score at home, counting the NBA play-in tournament, unders are one, two, three, four, five, six, and zero. Oh. Then we went to Saturday. Make it seven and zero oh, with Utah and Dallas going under. Make it seven and one with Minnesota Memphis going over. Seven and two with Philly Toronto going over, and seven and three with Golden State and Denver going over. Moving to Sunday, though, you make it eight and three with Miami, uh, eight and four because the Nets Celtics went over, nine and four with Milwaukee under, and ten and four with Phoenix going under. So, we are 10-4 and to the under here in the NBA playoffs. Your schedule for Monday with your consensus totals. Toronto at Philadelphia, 218. Philly is 7.5 point favorite. 218 is the total. Utah at Dallas, Utah 5.5 point favorite. Total 205.5. And then Denver, Golden State, Warriors are seven-point favorites, 224 and a half. Any unders to like here on Monday? I think the answer is no. 218 seems low for Toronto and Philly. 224 certainly seems doable for the Warriors, I think 205 and a half, I think the under might be in play in Dallas. Although, you know, you could see uh you could see maybe having a 105 a 106, 104 game, something like that. Hmm. Yeah. Thinking about uh, it's interesting. Here's uh more, and we pretty much went over this here. Uh, our very own Dave Tooley talking about what went down in the NBA playoffs, including the play-in tournaments. Uh, on Saturday and Sunday, favorites went 7-1 and one straight up. The only dog was the um, Grizzlies losing to the Timberwolves. 5-3 uh, and three ATS for the favorites. 6-2 uh, and two straight up for the home teams. The losses were the Mavericks and, and the Grizzlies. And 4-4 four and four ATS for the home teams. Over-unders, 4-4 four and four after going 6-0 and oh in the playing tournaments. So that's the 10-4 and four number that we get for the adjustments here. As far as which, I think, I, I mean, I, I think there's going to be an adjustment. As far as which team I feel confident jumping out to a 2-0 lead, the Warriors. 
I think the Warriors jump out to a 2-0 lead. I wouldn't be surprised if Philly jumped out to a 2-0 lead, but I do think Toronto uh, makes this game close. I like Toronto taking Toronto with the points. Dallas, I think Dallas has a chance to win. I think they're live. I would take them with the points. The Warriors would be the one. I'd be, I'd be a little shocked if they lost. So the Warriors, I think, jump out to a 2-0 lead. I think the Heat jumped out to, jump out to a 2-0 lead. I know that Atlanta will be better. They played, this was the perfect fade spot for to fade Atlanta. Coming off of their two play-in games, we already know about the struggles on the road, and uh, I just thought it was a great spot to bet Miami in game one, and I think that Miami jumps out to a 2-0 lead. I don't think the Grizzlies lose to the Timberwolves, so I'd be really shocked if they lost and, and Minnesota went up 2-0. The Suns and Pelicans, I think the Suns jump out to a 2-0 lead, although that was a fun game here on uh, Sunday night. A very fun game. Net Celtics, coin flip. You know, I could see Nets winning and that being a 1-1 series. And the Bulls-Bucks, I think the Bucks jump out to a 2-0 lead. Like that, that series is, at the most, five games. At the most, and that would be if it was like a, like a gentleman's sweep, like I talked about, where you have the Bucks maybe winning the first three games and then losing game four in Chicago um, and then coming back home to win the series in game five. That's what I can think uh, could happen. I'm Scott Sadenberg. Hit me up on Twitter at Scott's on Air. S C O T T S O N A I R. Was just um, going across my Twitter timeline, and I'm seeing here an article, and we're going to talk Major League Baseball coming up next here with uh, Sean Zarillo from the Action Network. But I'm seeing an article here about the. Red Sox preparing for their series against the Blue Jays and how they are going to be without certain players who cannot make the trip because they are unvaccinated. Alex Cora says that they will be out, be without multiple players. Starting pitcher Tanner Houck told the Boston Globe on Sunday he is not vaccinated. He is not going to pitch, obviously, in the four games in Canada. Um, he, okay. Cora was asked if he expected to be missing other players. He said, yeah. He was not asked a follow-up question, and he ended the press conference. He was asked earlier about Tanner Hawk, and he said, we already knew it beforehand. We're going to plan accordingly. That is something that we need to start paying a little more attention to. Um, Yankees and Mets are actually also going to be without maybe some key players. And we're going to find out if uh, (laughs) who is unvaccinated or who only has one dose or whatnot. In the NBA, we know Matisse Thybul for the 76ers is not going to be playing in games three and four in Toronto. 
And I think that if – think about the Blue Jays' home schedule. They are home against the A's. They were just home against the A's. And in this series, the A's were without catcher Austin Allen and left-handed pitchers A.J. Puck and Kirby Sneed. Now, those aren't exactly big-time key contributors. I mean, look, everyone's a contributor in Major League Baseball. You only get 25 guys on your roster, 26 guys, excuse me, on your roster. I know now it's expanded for the first month here, a couple of weeks, but um, everyone's, whatever. These aren't exactly all-star household names. But let's say the Red Sox, and I don't know this for a fact, okay? So I'm, just, I'm just throwing out a random name here. But let's say somebody like, I don't know, Xander Bogarts can't play. Or Rafael Devers or Alex Verdugo. Obviously, it impacts the game. So we will find out. That series starts on Tuesday. We're going to find out when, uh, who is not going to be making the trip for the Boston Red Sox. And that is going to be, that's going to be a storyline. We'll continue the Major League Baseball conversation coming up next. Sean Zarillo from the Action Network will join me as we'll go through uh, the early part here of the season, take a look at the slate here for Monday, and uh, really talk about who we're buying in on right now early on here in the season. I'm Scott Sadenberg. Hit me up on Twitter, at Scott's On Air. This is The Look Ahead here on Vincent. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest 
Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is The Look Ahead on VSIN, the sports betting network. Scott Sandberg back here with you. It is The Look Ahead here on VSIN, the sports betting network. You can always hit me up on Twitter at Scott's on Air. S-C-O-T-T-S-O-N-A-I-R. We are 11 days through the start of the Major League Baseball season. It's my favorite time of the year. You guys know, obviously, how much I talk about it. Uh, the play of the day is off to an incredible start, which uh, I always tweet out on my page, at Scott's on Air, 10-1 to start the season, and tracking all the plays on the Action Network app. So if you ever want to go back and see uh, what I bet on or you know what my record year-to-date is and what the units are, it's all available for you there on that Action app. And speaking of the Action Network, Sean Zarillo does an incredible job handicapping Major League Baseball for them over at the Action Network, and he joins me here on The Look Ahead. Sean, thanks so much for giving us a couple minutes here. Really appreciate your time. Uh, so far, 11 days through the season. Anything specific jump out to you? Maybe it's uh, teams getting off to good starts, bad starts, totals, overs, unders. What's really stood out through the first 10 or 11 days? Overs had a good day today, but they are not doing well in the season. Unders cashing at close to 60% thus far. And I'm not a trends guy, but MLB installed humidors in all 30 parks this year. There were already six or seven, I believe, that had them, but it's now in all 30 parks. And today was the fewest amount of home runs in a day with 15 games since 2004. Or wow. 2014, I should say. So this this is getting a little bit concerning. Yeah, There's know. a bunch of totals mm-hmm. tomorrow that are lower than I thought they'd be. And I have a bunch of bets on overs. I haven't fully brought my model down yet to the point where I think this is like fully a humidor effect, but I'm starting to get suspicious day by day as we go here because it's trending in a direction that I don't like. Yeah. You know, they definitely look every year. It's like they're doing something with the baseball, right? They're trying to, uh, you know, experiment here or there. They did something. They wanted to reduce the drag. And so, yeah, you mentioned the humidor is being used. I still think it's a little early to tell if it is the humidor effect or if it's just, um, you know, maybe weather earlier in the season, wind. We've certainly and the seen new ball, you know, a yeah. compilation factors. It could be all, all three things for yeah. sure. But I'll tell you what. Short spring training, hitters not being in mm-hmm. sync. I mean, they, you know, I could throw a litany of factors at you. Here's one factor, though, that is definitely helping the unders, and that is Camden Yards moving the fence back. It has become an under ballpark now. I think, what, every game played there this season except for one has gone under the total, and that was a 5-4 game uh, that that hit the nine. But no balls are now going into the stands in left field. 394 feet, 13 feet high. It's amazing. They made it a pitcher's park. So my park factor for Camden used to be about 9% above major league average. I started the year, I think, about 5% above average. I'm all the way down to an even park now. I'm just going (laughs) to set it at a neutral park, and we're going to see what happens with the totals moving forward. There's been some disappointing Orioles performances in there. I think there was a a game two nights ago against the Yankees. I was on the Orioles money line. It was 0-0 late. 
And I believe they were over 15 with runners in scoring position at one point. So oh. it's, there's definitely some variance in terms of running and scores, runners in scoring position luck, things that'll even out over time. This isn't going to fly under the total every single night, but yeah, definitely something to factor in as well. You have these parks. I mean, even Texas, I'm thinking about as well. Texas has had the roof open earlier in the year mm. more than they did last year, I believe. And the totals have been flying over there, too. So there's just a lot of things going on that feel abnormal. And it shows you all the things that you have to factor in when handicapping baseball. This is not a sport where you could just set your numbers and forget it. You do have to take in a lot of minutia. When you are handicapping, what what's your process when analyzing uh, uh, whether it's a starting pitch-up matchup or hitter versus batter history. Like, for me, I'm I'm big on familiarity when it comes to a batter-pitcher matchup as opposed to necessarily success. Uh, if a guy has 33, 35 career at-bats against a pitcher, I don't care that he's only gotten four hits. I care that he's seen him 35 times. Because with more familiarity, as you know, Sean, the more times through a lineup, the more likely the pitcher is to get hit. So that's a familiarity is a big thing for me when handicapping a pitcher-batter matchup. What do you look at when it comes to maybe breaking down these games when you're looking for your numbers? Yeah, so I run everything through a model. So I incorporate a preseason projection for every player, and then I start factoring in in-season data the more we get into a season. I actually don't factor in specific batter versus pitcher matchups. If I'm going to dive into player props or something like that, I'm going to look at pitch types. I'm going to look at, you know, their previous history. If I'm looking at batter pitcher matchups specifically, what I actually like to look for is walks and strikeouts. Mm. You know, you may have put the ball in play 20 times and be over 20, but the fact that you're not striking out is a positive to me. Yeah, I, I really like, like to look at walks and strikeouts, how well you're seeing the ball. Even if it's over a limited data sample, I think that can actually be relatively telling because strikeout rate tends to settle quicker than any other stat. I like that um, a lot. But yeah, I run everything basically through a model and and try to take the values that it spits out and and don't deviate too far from it. But, uh, you know, in terms of how I get to my numbers in the model, that is the secret sauce. I do have to edit certain pitchers down. And there was a matchup last week that really stood out to me when Kershaw faced the Twins. They had never seen him before. None of those hitters had ever seen him before. But the Twins started Chris Paddock. Mm-hmm. And those Dodgers hitters were very familiar with Chris Paddock. So I thought that was an odd interleague matchup where Paddock had just been traded there and there was that familiarity with the Dodgers lineup. I was pretty big on the Dodgers in that game. So that was a weird matchup where I think it actually did have a pretty big impact. Kershaw just never faced those hitters and they didn't know what to do with them. Yeah, and I, I you know, one of my plays um, the other day on Saturday was the Red Sox against the Twins in the first five innings. And it was because of the matchup of Tanner Houck against this Minnesota Twins lineup where he just saw them in his final spring training start. So we're not talking about like a first spring training start where maybe it's like a B squad or whatever. He saw this entire Twins lineup and struck out seven batters in a limited outing. And so I looked at that familiarity and figured, you know, that would be something that he would be successful at. Plus, you know, I'm always looking to fade Sonny Gray whenever I have an opportunity to do so, Sean. So uh, there are just certain pitchers like today, I bet against Vince Velasquez because that dude loves giving up hits and runs. You know, I... I don't wish ill will upon anybody, you know, but certain guys just are not major league level starting pitchers. And maybe Vince Velasquez is is not there right now. So I, I think you might have to adjust that model for Vince Velasquez giving up more more hits to, here on Sunday. It's pretty high already, to be honest with you. <laughs> That's why. Um, when it comes down to the schedule here on Monday, uh, you mentioned your model. You got some uh, picks. It. Will you adjust anything 
on Monday to change what you've already put in and what your model has projected here tonight? No, I mean, it's it was already run before, uh, you know, we we talked it updates for lineups consistently. So the only way that I'll update my number at this point is if there's lineup differentials that okay. are off from what I project going in. And that's all automatically pulled in from Fantasy Labs, which is one of our partner sites that also falls under the action umbrella. So, we, you know, it's it's all projected by people who know lineups very well. I'm not sitting here and going to tell you projected playing time and, mm-hmm. and everybody's righty versus lefty lineup. Other people are doing that for me, but yeah. I have the data behind the scenes to factor that in. So, it's yeah, a- it's, uh, it's a day where I ended up, I believe I'm usually on unders, but today I'm on, it is today now for me, East Coast time. Mm-hmm. I am on uh, four overs and, and one under. So, Getting a little hairy, needing some runs, especially with the lack of run scoring thus far. But uh, the Chicago Cleveland over, the Minnesota Boston over, Arizona Washington, and the Giants and Mets. That over six and a half, the Giants and Mets, that is a low total. You don't usually get six and a half, seven and nine are your key numbers for betting in baseball because most games land, not most games land, but games land on one run more often than not. Mm-hmm. And uh, the fact that you can get in under a seven and over six and a half is a bet that I'll usually look to make. It's very hard for me to project a total as low as six and a half, unless I'm getting a, a Jacob deGrom, Corbin Burns type matchup. So yeah. I have that total projected closer to 7.3, 7.4. That over six and a half definitely stood out to me. Well, it's amazing. Tyler McGill has been Jacob deGrom to start the season. That dude has not allowed a run in his first two starts, and he's going up against Alex Cobb, who is uh, really good for the Giants. In fact, I mean, I know weather's going to play a factor here, and there's a chance this thing gets delayed or maybe rained out, but I'm hoping it doesn't because I'm looking at the Giants at an underdog price, and I know that McGill's been fantastic this year, Sean, so far, but you're giving me San Francisco as an underdog. I might have to just jump in blindly. McGill really struggled against lefties last year, and the Giants are a team that just fully platoons their players. I mean, mean, they run out completely different lineups versus right-handed and Mm left-handed pitching, so they can absolutely throw a bunch of lefty and switch hitting bats at McGill tomorrow, which could present some problems, but his velocity's up this year. He looks fantastic, and he might be a reason why the Mets Mets are starting to jump into that range where they might offer value in the NL East futures. Mm. Pakoda actually makes them a favorite. They have them at 54%. You could still get them around plus 160 or so, but yeah. it kind of all comes down to the Jacob deGrom thing and, and whether he comes back. And nobody really knows at this point. I don't even think he knows. Yeah. I have a uh, five to one ticket on the Phillies to win that division. I want to ask Same. you, yep. I want to ask you about your thoughts on the Phillies who have struggled here early on the season. So hang with me for another segment, Sean, so we can get into that. And then let's run through the board. I want to get your thoughts and your model projections of what you think about some of these games. You mentioned some of the overs, but I want to see if there's any sides that you have uh, finalized here for this slate here on Monday. He's Sean Zarello from the Action Network. Be sure to follow him on Twitter at Sean Zarello at Z-E-R-I-L-L-O. I'm Scott Seidenberg. Shoot me a follow at Scott's on air, S-C-O-T-T-S-O-N-A-I-R. This is The Look Ahead here on VSIN, the sports betting network. VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. The NFL Draft is right here in Las Vegas. We're going to have extensive coverage, including mock drafts from Matt Humans, Michael Lombardi, former NFL GM, is going to give his draft analysis. Our very own host, Mike Pritchard, who was a first-round pick, and former quarterback Sean King, they're going to give you insight that you can bet on. 
Plus, legendary sports broadcaster and the voice of the Las Vegas Raiders, Brent Musburger, will give his draft the best bets in our NFL Draft betting guide. Sign up today, get full access to VSIN through the NFL Draft for only $19 at vsin.com slash spring. Scott Sattenberg back here with you. It's the look ahead here on VSIN, the sports betting network, joined by Sean Zarillo from the Action Network talking about Major League Baseball. And let's take a look at the slate here for Monday. You mentioned you have some overs that you wanted to play on. Uh, as far as sides are concerned, uh, let's go through some of these games and, and, and let me get your thoughts here, Sean. It starts bright and early, uh, 11 a.m. Eastern time. It's the Patriots Day game for the Boston Red Sox. Now, my first reaction is, how do you fade the Red Sox on Patriots Day? Uh, it's, the, it's the marathon. It's all that fun stuff. Um, obviously, that we remember the, the tragic incident that happened several years ago. They wear the City Connect uniforms to honor uh, the victims of that tragedy at the Boston Marathon. But it's a great day in the city. The Red Sox minus 140 against the Twins. What are your thoughts here? Yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm absolutely that guy to fade the Red Sox on Patriots Day. <laughs> I made this line closer to plus 120. I, I got to bet the Twins here. Very low on Rich Hill. He's really getting up there. That yeah. velocity down, that curveball is losing its deceptiveness, losing a little bit of spin. So I like what I saw from Bunny in his first start, actually. He's a bit enigmatic, uh, but the cut has come back on his pitches a little bit. So I'm slight value on the Twins here for me. I do prefer the over, though. I made that total closer to 10. I'm not actually sure what the weather is offhand, so I may have to adjust it slightly. But, mm. yeah, Twins and over for me in the early game. Okay. Uh, yeah, Rich Hill, it's, he's throwing batting practice at this point. Um, White Sox and Guardians. Uh, Guardians have been a pretty good over team early on in the season. Dallas Keiko, Tristan McKenzie. This line is even. Uh, I don't know if this game is going to get played. There is bad weather projected, 39 degrees, so it's going to be cold. But if they do get this game in, what do you think an even line here between the White Sox and the Guardians? Yeah, this was another one of the overs for me. I made this 8.6, so over at minus over 8 minus 110 I'd probably take. First five, possibly Guardians. McKenzie's guy I'm pretty high on. Dallas Keuchel's XERA last year, stack-ass expected ERA was over six. His projections this year have him under five. So, you know, you you factor in that stack-ass value. Mm -hmm. There's probably stack-ass number. There's probably value on McKenzie. But you factor in the projections, take out the stack cast number. It's probably about right on the sides. Let me get your thoughts on the Padre, on the excuse me, the Brewers game against the Pirates. Eric Lauer is on the hill. His first start, he gave up four runs, three of them earned to the Baltimore Orioles. Uh, it, you expect a bounce back here? What are you thinking about the Brewers? They are a heavy favorite, minus one seventy-five. Yeah, I'm going to be on the Pirates here. I've bet them a bunch this season. Actually, I was on their season win total over. They have a couple of really good players, Cabrian Hayes, Brian Reynolds. Those guys are both all-stars. Uh, I mean, they project pretty well for me every day. Their bullpen's pretty solid, too. I like the under in this game. This is the one under that I bet. I bet the first five under. I have the total projected at 7.8, so I love the unders here. Both pitchers had expected ERAs under four last season, but the Pirates should be closer to plus 150, plus 145, in my opinion. So you can get a plus 155 or better. I think that's solid. Phillies are at the Rockies, and it's been a rocky start for Philadelphia this season. There's my joke of the day. Uh, Aaron Nola is on the hill, and for Nola, he 
looked really good in his, uh, well, not really good, but he was okay in his first start. Um, not so okay in his second start. Uh, what do you make of the Phillies as a minus 160 favorite in Colorado with a total of 11? Actually, bet the first five on Nola here. Uh, he's a big positive regression candidate coming into the season. His ERA last year was 4.6, but all of his expected indicators were a rung lower. XERA this year through two starts is 3.5. He was 3.3 last year. See a pretty big, significant pitching advantage for them over the first five innings. So I laid it, I believe it was minus 160, probably like it up to the minus 170 range, but wouldn't go much past that. Orioles and A's, Spencer Watkins, Frankie Montas. I know Montas could, you know, have a bounce back season, but he is a guy that I have faded in the past. Minus 185 for the A's. I kind of lean Baltimore here. What's your feel? Didn't have a plan on the side. I actually took a first five under four and a half here. Okay. Love Montas as a pitcher, and Watkins' velocity is up this year. So have to bump his projections a little bit better than I did coming into the season, but. I think even without regressing that in, if I just get rid of his stat cast, poor XERA from last year, and just use a pure projection, this was a first five under for me. So if I actually improve him, it's going to be a bet that I love. Reds and Padres, Sean Manaya, Nick Lodolo, San Diego minus 175, total of seven and a half, Sean. Another first five under for me here. Now, Lodolo is a kid who has fantastic arm talent. He actually kind of rates similarly as like a left-handed Tyler Molly. Okay. Future value. I don't know if he's quite there yet. Command, though, is supposed to be one of his better skills. Didn't show it in his first start, but he's got a tremendous slider and he should have good command. So if your fastball and your changeup could be about average with a plus pitch and good command, it's going to take you pretty far. Braves and Dodgers. I imagine an emotional night for Freddie Freeman um, as he's going to go against his former team here. Clayton Kershaw. Coming off the near-perfect, well, perfect for him, but near-perfect game against Huascar Inoa for Atlanta. The Dodgers heavily favored, minus 190. Does Kershaw keep it rolling? I mean, the, his start after his no-hitter in 2014, he actually followed it up with eight shutout innings. So take that for whatever it's worth. <laughs> now, I do like to hear that, you know, I think Kershaw's almost gotten to the point where he's a little bit underrated. This guy still projects as an ace, still projects as a top 10, 15 starter in baseball. He may not make 30 starts a year, but when he's on the mound, he should project as well as anybody in the game. I took the Dodgers first five here at minus 175. I'm a bit of a Quascar Noah hater. He's all slider, and I don't think he has great command. We just talked about Nick Lodolo. Having a great slider with good command. Well, Noah has the great slider, but I don't think he has particularly good command. It seems like teams are starting to figure out that you could just sit on that fastball. And the deeper you get into games, I think you just start to hit him. I've always thought he's going to be a fireman, one time through the order type guy. He wow. just has more length than probably he he needs considering his uh, actual pitch mix and what he's got going. He's a one time through the order guy. Yeah, you know what? I might I might uh, I might dive into that a little bit further there, especially you know. Kershaw's, he looked incredible in that first He did. Start. He looked phenomenal, and he's healthy. Yeah, and that's the big thing, being healthy. Uh, let's get into some futures here. I mentioned before the break that I have a 5-1 to one on the Phillies to win the National League East, and I mentioned when we talked about their game here that it's been a, it's been a, a rough start. I love this lineup, though. They were so good in the spring, and maybe it's just been, you know, playing in a little bit of cold weather, and, and maybe they'll warm up as, as the weather gets warmer. But what's your overall sense of this Phillies team 
based on what you've seen so far? This lineup's going to be tremendous during the summer. We'll definitely see some positive regression there. They've been, they were hitting the ball hard through the first couple of games in Miami or the, the first night in Miami. There were, there were some games where their expected batting average was not aligning with their run production whatsoever. Uh, just hitting into hard outs, et cetera. So I think the lineup's going to be fine. Huge, huge concerns about Zach Wheeler, though. His stuff has fallen off of a cliff. Shoulder soreness in spring training. Guy who's had previous arm injuries. And that's going to kind of scrap like all the futures value. The, the point of the Phillies futures, which I have to, don't get me wrong, World Series and Division, was to get them to that three-game series, wild card series in the playoffs. And then you have Noel Wheeler and Ranger Suarez, who I'm also high on to potentially turn you over. And that's going to work against anybody. Yeah. I like Wheeler's that. not going to be in that mix. They're in trouble. So yeah. they can, they can still be team six, five, but a lot of nights, you know, if Wheeler's not healthy, I don't think they have quite enough pitching to even get a wild card. How much stock do you put into expected batting average versus the actual performance? Because I mean, as a Yankee fan, I hear the conversation with Joey Gallo all the time. You look at his hard hit rate top in major league baseball and his expected batting average, he should be batting like three fifty, but dude's just not. <laughs> It's it's definitely something that can skew based on certain players, mm-hmm. certainly. But I think over time, I tend to trust expected metrics because they do. Everybody sends, tends to regress towards their baseline. You know, it's it's not even about the expected number itself. It's about regressing to your own expectations. So that's why I do feel with all of these solid hitters that the Phillies have in their lineup. I mean, top to bottom, Schwarber's not going to hit as poorly as he has going mm-hmm. forward. I, I bet Schwarber to hit the most home runs of the league this year. So I like it. I think once that uh, once everybody starts flowing in that lineup, that lineup is going to be one of the best in baseball yeah, for sure. I would agree with you there. And uh, what's the old saying, right? You always play to the back of your baseball card. Uh, Sean, I appreciate the time and the conversation. Great stuff. We'll be following along. Yeah, thank you for having me. Happy to join anytime. Best of luck. There he is, Sean Zerillo from the Action Network. Does a tremendous job handicapping. Uh, Major League Baseball. I'm Scott Zadenberg. Hit me up on Twitter at ScottsOnAir, S-C-O-T-T-S-O-N-A-I-R. We'll take a look at the board here for Monday and uh, see if we have some leans for possibly our pick of the day. I'm Scott Zadenberg. It's The Look Ahead here on VC. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 
What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is The Look Ahead on VSIN, the sports betting network. Get your edge this playoff season with the Body Armor Edge Basketball Throwdown. Join four free Fantasy Hoops contests and play for your share of $20,000 in total cash prizes while the action unfolds on the court. Head to DraftKings.com slash BodyArmorEdge now to draft your best lineup and find out if you'll outlast the competition. Body Armor, more than a sports drink. Terms and conditions and other eligible restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Scott Satterberg back here with you. This is The Look Ahead here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. We got lots of things to get into for the Monday slate. We have baseball games. We got NBA playoffs. We got NHL regular season. Yeah, there's a USFL game also. Uh, but there's lots of stuff to get into here. Uh, we'll start in Major League Baseball. Yes, if you wake up in the morning and you're like, why is there a game being played? Uh, maybe you're on the West Coast, and it's an 8 a.m., it's 8.30 in the morning, and you're drinking your coffee, and you're getting ready to start your work day, and you're like, wait a minute, there's a baseball game on right now. Uh, yeah, the Red Sox and Twins will play on the annual uh, Patriots Day game uh, for the Red Sox. Red Sox always play at Patriot States. Uh, the Boston Marathon is run, and um, after the marathon, it is a tradition that the Red Sox play at the uh, you know 11, uh, 11 a.m. on. It, it's a huge. No one works on Patriot States. It's a huge day for the city. Red Sox record on Patriots Day is seventy and fifty three, I believe. Um, that was as of last season. So Red Sox record on Patriots Day, or page will load, is... Yeah, I'm seeing here 70... Yeah, what did I say? 70, 70 and 53. And, uh, well, they are favored at home here against the Twins. Minus 140 with a total of nine. The problem is, I don't know if I can back Rich Hill. Dylan Bundy looked very good in his first start of the season, going five shutout innings against Seattle. And 
Dylan and excuse me, Rich Hill did not look as good. In his first start against Detroit, gave up three runs on five hits in four innings. He's got no velocity. He's not really a big strikeout guy. He's an innings eater. He's a savvy vet. He's gonna junk, he's gonna throw junk ball or junk balls to try and get get you out, get you out ahead. And maybe that works out. But I can see this one not going the Red Sox way. Ultimately, I'll probably stay away, but I don't really know so much about uh, favoring the Red Sox here just because it's their home and it's Patriots Day, and Red Sox always seem to do well on Patriots Day. White Sox, Guardians, I don't really have a... I don't, the weather's going to be bad. There's, there's a chance that this game gets, uh, gets postponed. We're talking about forecasts right now. 39 degrees, it looks like, for this game. Let me look. Let me just check here to see any wind factors or things like that. But right now I'm seeing 39 and rain. Um, by the time this game is played, 15-mile-per-hour winds blowing left to right. Temperature of 35 degrees. Feels like 25 degrees. Light snow early. 75% chance of precipitation. So I, this game might get delayed. Diamondbacks, Nationals, Madison Bumgarner gets his second start against Josiah Gray for the Nats. Nats are minus 140. Again, rain in the forecast for D.C. Same thing with the Mets uh, in New York against the Giants. Uh, right right now, I'm telling you, yeah, I kind of like the Giants. And there's really no rhyme or reason because if you blindly just look at the numbers, they'll tell you to back the Mets and Tyler McGill. I got to believe there's some regression coming for Tyler McGill, who has been fantastic to start the season. Absolutely fantastic. Uh, we're talking about zero runs allowed in his first 10.1 innings with only six hits and 11 strikeouts. But more impressive for Tyler McGill than the 11 strikeouts in these first 10 and a third innings. Zero walks. How do you bet against that guy? Uh, Eric Lauer and the Brewers are a minus 175 favorite over the Pirates, total of eight and a half. The Rays coming off an important win uh, here as they avoid getting swept against Chicago. They are staying in Chicago, but they're playing against the Cubs. Weather just might not cooperate for them there. But Kyle Hendricks, Shane McClanahan, that might be an under, uh, under first five, might be the move here. But I'm seeing 40-degree weather, uh, possible precipitation, although, and winds blowing out to right field. Nah, maybe not so much directly out to right field. Yeah, Raising Cub, his total hasn't come out yet, but this could be a first five under uh, Shane McClanahan and Kyle Hendricks. Angels, Astros, my only read here would be the Astros. Uh, Phillies, probably looking to back Aaron Nola here on the road against Colorado. Uh, Orioles and A's could take the plus money value with the Orioles. Probably, you know, I might just find a way. The more I think about this Dodger game against the Braves, um, I might. I think the Dodgers might be the way to go. You know, they 
they're certainly looking real good right now. Just swept the Reds in a four-game set. They have won six straight games now, and all is well at Dodger Stadium. In fact, they are undefeated, 4-0, at Dodger Stadium so far this season. And Clayton Kershaw coming off his perfect seven innings, his last start, perhaps backing him in his next start here is the way to go against uh, Huascar Inoa, who got tagged for five runs on seven hits in just three innings in his first outing of the season against the Nationals. On the ice, the favorites have been dominated. And I, 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 don't, I wouldn't recommend just blindly betting the favorites. I mean, the lines are absolutely being adjusted here. Flames are minus 290 over the Blackhawks. Avalanche minus 200 over the Capitals. Carolina minus 360 against the Coyotes. Vegas minus 320 against the Devils. Seattle's minus 120 over the Senators. Vancouver minus 105 against the Stars. That Stars-Canucks game, very important. Both teams fighting for playoff positioning. That's what I'm looking for here in the NHL. Is I'm looking at the teams that are fighting for their playoff lives versus teams that are out of it. And we have the perfect recipe, which is the Vegas, the Knights against the Devils. Vegas right now is in possession of, well, no, excuse me. They are four points back of the second wild card and three points back of the Kings for third place. So they're three points out of a playoff spot right now. They got a huge opportunity in front of them. They're massive favorites, though, and the number's so high. If anything... Anything, I'd, I'd look towards the puck line. You know, laying the goal and a half, that's minus 125 for Vegas to win by more than one goal. And that, that's probably the play. Devils are, only, Devils are playing for next year. Devils are, they've, they've only won three of their last 10 games. Vegas desperately needs this win. Because the season is ending soon. And they are coming off a loss to Edmonton in their last game, which hurt them. They have six games left in the regular season. And they really got to win all of them. But you got to win as many as you can. And the ones that you're minus 320 in are the ones that you really got to win. So I'm going to go Vegas on the puck line in this game against the Devils. Monday night NBA, I'm going to take the points with the Mavericks. Plus five and a half. I'm going to take... Warriors and lay the seven, actually, in the game against the Nuggets. I'm Scott Seidenberg. Hit me up on Twitter at ScottsOnAir, S-C-O-T-T-S-O-N-A-I-R. Coming up this morning on Follow the Money, uh, Mike North from ESPN 1000 in Chicago will join the program. Tim Jenkins, quarterback trainer and film uh, analyst, as well as Mike Prada, NBA writer from 538. Talk about all those projections that they have over there on that website. That's coming up this morning on Follow the Money. I'm Scott Seidenberg. This is The Look Ahead here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.